Hello, greetings, and welcome to the broadcast. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and tonight I'm here with Ambi. Ambi is a sweet sister in Christ. I absolutely love her heart. I've known her for a while, but, you know, because we run in the same circles, but I had the opportunity recently to have a conversation with her, and I was like, man, I love what she does. I love her heart for Jesus, so I wanted to get her on the broadcast to share her with you guys. So, Ambi, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. Well, I've been looking forward to this because I I just love your heart and what you're doing. And I know that you're an author and you have a nonprofit, mm -hmm. but I want to talk a little bit about the story behind the nonprofit because you've got a fundraiser coming up. Yes. And I know how important that is for those of us that have 501c3s. We need to be able, you know, like I was, we were talking in the green room about the gospel is free, but the avenue of getting it to people, it takes money. It, it takes finances. Money. Yes, it yeah. does. So tell me, what birthed this ministry in you? Well, Maggie, I am excited because this year is our 10th year. And I'm just, I'm grateful. I'm thankful for God's faithfulness, how he has kept us and how he has provided. Because like you said, a nonprofit, it needs funds. It needs um it needs people to see the vision and support it. And people yes. have done that and I don't take it for granted. So this will be our 10th um, annual event. Um, we were founded July 5th, 10 years ago. I don't even know. I can't even think back to the date, but um, July 5th. And we have been running ever since. So when I was in college, probably if I go back, probably just when I was, even in high school, just thinking about my future. Um, mm -hmm. I never could pinpoint it, but I always said, I want to be able to give back. Whatever mm -hmm. I do, I want to be able to give back. And so I graduated with a corporate communications major. Um, and I experienced, you know, different avenues using that. But it was at my job that I was just sitting there and I, I enjoyed the job, but I just knew that God was calling me to do something. I did, and I didn't know what, but if you sit still, he will speak. If you listen. Yes. And I, I was just at work. It was a quiet place and um, I'm a visionary. So he's the way, the way we operate is he just, he shows me what he wants done. And what he showed me was me calling forth various women and I knew them all. They were all really close to me. They did not know. Everyone didn't know one another, but we all knew one another. He, he showed me calling them together to my house, creating an intimate space, one of healing and restoration. Mm -hmm. So I had it all mapped out. I had gospel music playing, um, candles. The lights were dim, very intimate. Um, and I called them forth and we just started ministering to one another. There was no agenda, but I was to I was to share with them what he had given me, the vision that he had. When we got together, everyone had that same desire that they had not openly spoke out loud, but they had that same desire to come together for the kingdom and to bring women together. Mm. And so it was so easy because he had already been working it out and planning it out. Um, and so from there, you know, we just started, we didn't know what to do. You know, it was, it was new, but, but I, I did, I had been doing research for years because I knew what he was calling me to. Um, and so 
things have changed. You know, we've had to change different platforms and the way we do things to stay relevant. Um, even some of my board members have changed, but the ministry and the work that we have been doing for the kingdom of God, it remains. Mm, amen. Amen. And I think it's I think it's important uh, to transition out with board members sometimes because fresh vision, fresh, fresh fire yes. comes from and in different seasons, we're doing different things and That's people right. with different things. You know, That's I think about right. myself in ministry. You know, there are some people that have been on my board that have been because of the counseling piece or the coaching mm -hmm. piece. There's other people because of the media piece. And so that's right. that is what we need when that's we right. need it. And transition is good. Sometimes people don't like change, but it, sometimes it is super important. And over 10 years, shoot, girl, that's to be expected. So that's yeah, awesome. I'm excited. So tell us a little bit about the ministry itself and what how does it function? Um, so we are a Christ-centered um, ministry. We serve as a uh, 501c3, and we are designated to cater to disadvantaged women um, of all ages throughout Middle Tennessee. And that disadvantage could be anything. You know, it's a broad, it's a broad statement, um, whether it's spiritual, um, physical, financial, um, emotional, mental, whatever it is. We are that sister that someone may need. So we serve as an outlet to draw other to draw other women to Christ, um, to learn to discover the gifts in which they possess and be the women that ultimately God created them to be. And so what we take pride in is being an outlet um, to be able to get away um, and to focus on your relationship with God and really just be you. So we do all, we've done all sorts over the past 10 years, we've done all sorts of things. We, um, during the summer, we have sister Saturday once a month, and that's where we go to a different city throughout middle Tennessee and we'll host some kind of program or event, or maybe it's just a fellowship. Maybe we just want to go shopping together, but it's godly fellowship because iron right. sharpens iron, right? right? So sometimes you just want to be around like-minded believers. Um, I do. So, so so once a month, Sister Saturday, and with I will say with COVID, um, we've kind of it's kind of shifted everything. But <laughs> but prior to COVID, this is what we were doing. It's most times like now it has to. We usually try to do an outside event because we cater to women of all ages. So my audience is from twenty until probably eighty. Like I cater to all women, and I I'm excited about that. And, you know, it keeps you youthful. It keeps you alive. Um, and so so we just try to bring bring women together of all ages because we grow from one another. We are better together, but we can always learn from one another. Um, and like I said, women just like it's just good. It's just good to stay connected. And that's one thing I'm really, really proud of, um, like just being on social media and seeing the friendships that have formed. And and I know you know because you do you do events as well. Just seeing the friendships and the connections that you know have formed because of something that you were faithful to. So you know, so I'm excited. I'm excited for you because I know the importance of this and we have mm -hmm. similar heartbeats whenever it comes to wanting to do kingdom work and bring people together. You know, there's so much uh, division in the world yes. and, and it's just, oh, it, it is it's the work of the enemy to come in and try to divide out. But the things that you're doing and reaching out to women of all ages, you know, yes. all colors, all ethnic backgrounds, all, you yes. know, it's a beautiful thing, Ambie, and it's incredibly important to the heart of the father because he knows that we do better 
better together. That's right. And, and we draw off of each other in times of troubles, you know, like maybe you've gone something that someone else hasn't gone through, but they've gone through something that you haven't gone through. Exactly. And that, like you said, the iron sharpening iron is a scriptural principle. But for so many times, and I'm old enough to know that women weren't always like that. You know, really? women were kind of like, <laughs> you're right. You know, and they're I mean, still not. Some still are not. Right. And so what you're creating is an environment of women in unity. And there's nothing stop. I'm, I'm telling you, there's nothing that can stop women working together That's for right. the kingdom with their eyes on Jesus. It just doesn't get any better than that. That's so right. I absolutely love the things that you do. I actually, I, I try to keep this evergreen because it goes on uh, a couple uh, networks on Roku. Okay. But Pastor Patricia is going, yes, amen. <laughs> <laughs> and Joey and Stewart's going, amen. So yeah, so they get it and they understand. And I know, uh, we all know that Pastor Patricia is a unity sister in Christ and she does the same thing. Matter of fact, Abby and I were both just, just add, I'm going to give a shout out uh, to uh, a few of my friends, which is a event that she has on a regular basis because she mm -hmm. wants to draw women together. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was such a beautiful event. It so was. well done. And the Holy Spirit was so present. And so thank you, Pastor Patricia, for all you do. And and uh, we really appreciate that. I know. Uh, actually, I've been wanting to have you on the broadcast for a while, Amby, but seeing you there is what stirred it up. And I was like, I got a fundraiser. Let's do this thing. Let's yeah, talk. we talked several years ago and we, we just got busy. And that, you know what? That happens. Mm -hmm. That happens. But, you know, I know you're praying for me. I'm praying for you. We're all mm -hmm. in this together. We're definitely moving forwards for people to walk out their freedom. Yes. And which brings me to thinking about like your, you know, your blog and your first book. Mm -hmm. And because you're all about the freedom. Yes, I am. So tell me, you're, you're an accomplished author. You have what, three books? I have I have three books and two journals. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's hold up that first book if you got it right there. I want them to see this book. This is my baby, Healing Flows. And that's a powerful statement, and I love the cover. That is Thank awesome. You. Tell us a little bit about it and what inspired that book. Um, well, I battled with infertility, and some don't know me who have not, you know, always followed me. Um, are close to me, but but I'm pretty, like I said, I'm pretty transparent. God healed my body. And so I have to spread the message that mm -hmm. if there's anything you stand in need of, he is a God who is able to do anything but fail. So, mm -hmm. um, so I was battling with infertility, um, but I knew God to be a healer. I had seen him do it. I, I believed the word. It would not return void. And he had told me that I would be a mother. So I knew that that he could heal my body um, and I trusted him. And so after I had my daughter, it, the pregnancy went without complication, the delivery, not so much. Um, mm -hmm. And I was frustrated with God because I felt like he made this promise, um, but he didn't deliver on it. Um, mm -hmm. And he had to check me because God is funny. But God checks us, too, because that's what a father does. Um, and he let me know that that he did exactly what he said. But he had to allow me to go through what I went through because I had to know what it felt like to be broken. Mm -hmm. Because the ministry that he was putting inside of me, it was for broken women. And so I had to know how they feel in order to help them heal. And so that is where the title Healing Flows come from, because healing mm -hmm. flows out of love and understanding. And so, you know, you can't help someone heal if you don't do it out of love and if you don't do it out of empathy. So 
healing flows. So that's my message. And although for me, my promise was um, a baby, you know, for someone else, that may not be the promise, but God has promised you something. And so this book helps you to activate the faith to uh, receive whatever it is and to believe. Because if you pray and if you ask and if you believe that that he will do it, then you shall receive. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And sometimes we, you know, we, we ask and he, we, and we wait (laughs) and we watch and pray and it builds our faith because we get to, we get to stand in a position of trust. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had a broadcast this morning with Robin uh, DeMarco, amazing woman Mm -hmm. of God. And she, she said some things that really stirred in me about trusting and surrender because things don't always happen in our timing. God knows the end from the beginning. He knows when you were supposed to have a child. He knows when you were supposed to step into ministry. And so sometimes we get all disgruntled thinking God's not here and whenever he's heard, but he knows the end from the beginning and he knows right appointed time. So if you're waiting, I just, I don't know who this is for, but if you're waiting, if you're waiting for a God moment, if you're waiting for that thing you've been standing and praying for, do not get weary in well-doing. You will reap if you think not. You stand. You do not waver. And you keep your eyes fixed upon the Lord. And you trust the words that he has said because they will come to pass. It's just like my sister said. Whenever you believe, you receive. And that receiving piece, that can be hard for some women because we're doers. Yeah, it's hard for us to receive because we're doing, we're we, we're moving things. So anyway, don't know if we want it when we want it and how we want it, and God doesn't work like that. Amen, sister. Yeah, and, and a lot of times our prayers can be kind of soulish, you know. Right. I, I, I all the I want, I think, I feel, and right. uh, and that is not, you know, that is not the Father. He wants what's best, like you said. That's he's a right. good dad. He's a good mm-hmm. dad. So, man, that's powerful, and I love the title of that because healing does flow, and we heal in community. Mm-hmm. And that's why what you're doing is very important mm-hmm. because it's bringing people together. Yes. And, and and all of a sudden, the walls start to come down when you know, oh, this sister went through that. You know, I'm not alone. I'm it not. gives us permission to be real. So I love that's it. Good. I love it. That's Let's talk good. about book number two. Okay. Book number two is Faith in Your Storm. And all these I released at the same time. So Faith in Your Storm, it is a devotional. I love it. But it also has a prayer journal that you can get also. So you can get them individually or as a combo. But Faith in Your Storm, this is a book of devotionals that I have written during my own storm. Because one thing mm-hmm. about um, storms is we, when, we don't know when they're coming. When they come, we don't know how long they're going to last. We don't know what's going to take place. But we have to have faith and we have to trust in God, because this too shall pass, no matter how big or how or how loud the storm, it's going to pass. And so I wrote these devotionals um, for whatever storm you may go may be going through, because these are real storms that I've been in. I wrote these in the middle of my own storm. So whatever it is, it may be loss. It may be death. It may be loss of income. You may be battling in your mind. They're all in here. And the thing about it is, I didn't sugarcoat anything. You know, it's me. I'm not writing in third person. This this is my storm. And so I give you um, I give you my storm. I give you what God taught me during the storm, because there's a lesson in every storm. And yes. then I give you space for you to really sit down and to consider, OK, what am I supposed to be learning in my storm? 
because we go through things not for us. I know when we're going through, it seems like it's for us. But like you said, Maggie, it's never for us. It's for us to help somebody else through That's it. Right. Amen. And so and then the, the prayer journal, um, I'm just all about relationship. And and it's my desire. If I could see every person whole and free in Christ. That, that's my desire. And that's really why I do what I do. And so I created the prayer journal to help someone develop a deeper relationship with Christ. Um, because it's not just a normal prayer journal, like the things that, that I have written in here, um, the things that you'll have to journal, it says, um, I desire forgiveness in people I need to forgive things I am thankful for people in situations I need to pray for. Like you have to really sit down mm-hmm. and and be real with yourself, you know, yes. because God already knows, you know, we like to hide the ugly side of us and, and keep it on the inside, but you just need to pour it out and surrender and, and lay it all out to the father. Mm-hmm. And so this, the prayer journal I created um, in hopes of helping someone develop a deeper relationship with God, it's, it has to start somewhere. So if it's with a prayer journal, so be it. I love that. I love that. You know, cause prayer is communication with God. And many yes. times we rattle off our stuff to him and we don't sit and listen, you right. know, it, communication is a two way street. If That's I just right. put on this broadcast and I just sat here and I just went, you know, and be this and, da, 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 <laughs> and just talk to talk to talk to give him, didn't give her a chance to talk. We would not be communicating. Mm-hmm. Right. And we do that to God. Right. We don't do mm-hmm. that to other people, but we do that to God where mm-hmm. we'll just throw off our list and got a need and God, I want and all that. And, but whenever you are intentional with your prayer life and you're intentional with your journaling and I, you know, I have people do exercises all the time. What you've written is so powerful because they don't know what to do. You say, mm-hmm. well, journal it out. And they're going, uh, how, what does that look like? So what right. you've done is you've provided a tool, you know, of, of walking them through the steps of communicating with God. Yes. That's beautiful, honey. That Thank is you. very beautiful. Thank I'm so you. glad you've done that. It's a great tool. I'm actually, I got to get that. I got to get that. I've got some <laughs> clients. I want to tell about that. Okay. It's all good. It's all good. And so then there's more or is that, was there's, that it? Um, there's one more. I have an oh. anthology, but um, I'm, I just have a piece in that. I want to talk about what I have done. Um, the last one is milestones for mom and it is a celebration journal, um, because I have a soft spot for moms. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't take for granted what God did for me. And so, um, my ministry, um, there's, I have a special parenthood ministry, um, just to, to help parents, moms and dads be the best version of themselves for their kids, because our kids need us and they need us to be the best us that we can be. Um, and so the milestones for mom, it's a celebration journal, just simply so that you can like life go, life, life moves fast. And, and as women, especially we are always on the go. We always have something to do. Um, and so I created this so that we don't have to worry about missing out on special moments. So as we go through the day that we can chart, um, like on this day, I celebrate that's, that's simply what each page says. What do you celebrate about about being a mom or about what your child did? I offer mm-hmm. uh, spaces for like clippings or pictures or whatever you want to attach. But it's really just for us to celebrate the gift of motherhood. 
I love that. I love that because so many times we get bogged down as mothers or grandmothers or or maybe you're a foster parent or whatever with mm -hmm. the things that are going on. We don't mm -hmm. have time to practice right. gratitude. Mm -hmm. And that puts us in a posture of gratitude because when we're thinking about what are we celebrating, I mean, really, you're asking, what are we thankful for? Right. What is God showing us? What They're amazing. And we are so busy trying to provide for them that we miss out on so much. Mm -hmm. Man, I wish I'd had that when I was raising my boys. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was a single mom, man, going to school, working jobs. And it was oh, crazy. Yeah. You and didn't so have I have time a lot of good memories. But I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, you didn't have much time to, to jot anything down. Girl, I didn't sleep for 10 years. <laughs> it was like three hours a night. But, you know, thank goodness for the Holy Ghost. So when I got saved, whew, the light, the load got lighter because I was able to allow the Lord to lead because, oh, trust yes. me. And, of course, I was still trying to take control. Yeah, Let's just yeah. be real here. But, you know, what I'm saying. But I, if I would have had something like that to document. Yes. So mamas, listen, I don't care if your baby is two weeks old. You need, you need to celebrate. You need to document because you're going to look back on that and you're going to go, oh my goodness. And I do have some scrapbooks of my boys that I look back on now and they're so precious to me. Yeah. But you know, when they're in their early years, I wasn't saved. I didn't know what the scripture, what lined up with them and, and mm -hmm. things that she's put in these journals to help you connect and help you have a memory of what God has done. And uh, I'm a huge person on gratitude, practicing it every morning. Before I get out of bed, I am thanking God that I have That's a bed because right. there's somebody mm -hmm. that woke up without a bed. You know, mm -hmm. if I get in my car, I'm thanking God for my car because somebody doesn't mm -hmm. have a car. You know, That's what I'm right. And, and so when you are a parent, you need to celebrate. You got a child that's got four limbs, man. You got, you know, you got a child that may be, may be super uh, assertive, but by golly, they're going to be a great leader someday. You know, that's so right. that's there's right. something, you know, we think is hard that we don't see the beauty of God in. And I think that when people journal and I think that when they have a devotional to prompt that, it gives them a starting. It's like a launching pad, you know, mm -hmm. it's, you know, there's a big difference between going to the swimming pool and jumping in or getting on that board and bouncing and then diving mm -hmm. in, you know, yeah. so that's what you're doing. Yes. You're helping people to dive in. That's what I want to do. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I want to talk a little bit about your upcoming fundraiser and where it's at, how people can find out about it. And listen, y'all, I encourage you to get these books. And uh, these would make great gifts as well. Because a lot of times, we know, we don't know what to get people. You would feel like, oh, they got everything they want. But they don't necessarily have this. And unless they know Ambie or in her circle and so forth. So purchase these up. Get them for Christmas is coming up. I know you're going, it's August. Yeah, Christmas is coming. This would be a great way for people to connect with the Lord. So you can get those on her website. I've put it up here on the screen. And so, and then in addition to that, she's got this great nonprofit and she's got a fundraiser coming up. So go ahead and talk about that, honey. Okay, the full recovery retreat. Um, this is... This is our second year doing the full recovery retreat. It was once called Pearls and Lace, which was a celebration. It, the mission behind that was to celebrate sisterhood, the highs, the lows, the ups and downs, the good and the bad. Um, but then once COVID came, once again, um, I started seeing my sisters hurting. You know, like it was a hurt that I had never seen before. And, and I knew that it was something deeper that was needed. Um, so, so the first year, the first year, um, when COVID first started, what we did, Maggie, was we did a drive-through luncheon 
Well, it was not a luncheon, but because this was in the thick of COVID, but I could not go that year when, when, you know, we, people were losing family members left and right, losing jobs and income. Um, and so what we did was we rented out a church and cleared the church out and we set up different stations and we called it a taste of pearls and lace so that you can still get that feel. You can still get that fellowship per se. It's going to be a quick eight minute walkthrough, but you could still <laughs> feel like the love of God and the love that we have for you. Um, yes. still inspirate. We still offered inspiration. Like each station had something and then they ended with taking a balloon and writing their prayer to God, whatever it is they needed to release. And, and there was a door that we sent them out of and they were able to release that, um, to yeah. heaven. Um, and so, so since then we started the full recovery retreat because, um, as I said, it's deep, like, like these times we don't know what to expect and, and who knows how long we'll be in them. Um, but one thing I do know is that Jesus did not die so that we could, did not die for our sins so that we could just be on this earth, sad, defeated, depressed, you know, so, so for recovery, it is an opportunity for us to come and for us to celebrate the overcomer in us. Um, because, and the scripture that we are focused on this time is John 16, um, and 33, um, take heart because I have overcome the world in this world. You will have, you will have trial and I think trial trials, but take trials heart. And tribulations. Yeah. Trials and tribulations, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Um, because Christ is an overcomer because he has overcome it all. We have yeah. overcome it all. If we just stand in, in that victory, he has given us the power and the authority to Amen. overcome everything that we are going through. And sometimes we just need to come together and, and be empowered and be encouraged and be strengthened in the Lord. And that is what full recovery retreat is. We have three speakers, three powerful speakers. Um, we have a catered meal. We have, um, we'll have praise and worship. We'll have breakout sessions. The difference between for recovery retreat um, and pearls and lace, because most people would know that some people are still calling this pearls and lace because you, you still feel the same. You still get all the feels, but this is an intimate time for you to actually participate, not just sit down and watch a program. This is a time for you to participate yes. and to receive whatever it is you standing in need of. Listen, y'all, you got to get connected with this. You've got it's coming up soon. Tell yes. them how they can register for that. Um, for recovery retreat dot event dot com. And it is at the Hendersonville Hampton Inn. And if y'all have any problem finding it, the a link or anything, reach out to me or reach out to Ambie. We want to make sure you get that and get registered and take a friend because someone needs some encouragement. I love what you're doing. If you could just give us a quick key because we're out of time, but I just want to have a quick key from a sister Ambie on uh, if you could leave the audience with the key, what would it be? Um, well, I will say, I just want to share this that um, God shared with me one night um, that we were just, um, in conversation and that is stay true to what he said. Um, mm -hmm. you know, when I was in, when I first accepted my calling in the local church, um, they tried to push me in the pulpit and I, I did it, 
But I remember I remember I was um, meeting with one pastor and he told me, um, don't 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 share with anybody about your women's ministry. And yeah. And and it made me feel some kind of way, because what I know, if I don't know anything else, I know that God has given me the gift of sisters in the name of Christ. I know that is my baby Mm -hmm. and I know that is what I'm called to do. So stay true to what God has told you to do. Yes. And don't let anybody stop you. Amen. No. So I want to thank you, Ambie, for being on the broadcast tonight. It's always a joy to see my sister in Christ and, and see what God's up to through our thank lives. You. And so thank you so much. So listen, y'all go to Eventbrite, get registered for this event. If you have any problems finding it, reach out to any of us. We'll be happy to direct you in the right place. Check out the website and the resources of what they have available. And in addition to that, make sure you get those books. So thank you, Ambie. I want to thank you for being on the broadcast. Thank you. I enjoyed speaking with you. God bless you, sister. So much fun. See you next time. You're-